Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early rising show of coffee and crypto. Um, how we doing out there? As we can see, it is a bloody Monday. Bloody Monday. Grand rising Facebook family, New Money Matrix podcast. Um, everything's down in the red. Now, I will say this though. Though everything is down in the red, we're seeing a bit of a rebound from the lows that everything was all was actually at. If you really want to be honest, you know, if we go back and we look where Ethereum went to 122, uh, EOS down to 317, that's at 325, which, um, you know, I wasn't asleep when it was 317. I was up. Uh, BNB at 1115. You know, when you look back and you see where a lot of these coins were at maybe a couple of hours ago, you definitely would have seen uh, a nice... Nice, nice chance to enter a couple of positions. Let me see. Let me see. How we, how we doing, family? Let me give a little second for everybody to tune in. Let me give a little second for everybody to tune in. Grand rising to everybody. For those that are in the DeFi uh, workshop, I gave y'all the heads up yesterday when we went ahead and did the um, the test run. I told y'all yesterday, like, look, it's, it's, it's y'all know what I told y'all. <laughs> Bloody Mondays, right? Bloody Mondays, right? So, um, got a couple of stories. First one coming out of Forbes. Um, a lot of FUD. Uh, it's crazy the stories that come out today, and then we see the the uh, the prices. You know what I mean? Um, no thanks. Uh, nah. Let me see. So I got to do what now? Turn off my ad blocker. Uh, they don't want to let me look at the business insider story if I don't turn my ad block off. Or well, I guess we can't. We'll look at tech, tech, tech crunch. But I wanted to look at the Facebook um, developing their own crypto for WhatsApp. Because even in the midst of all this negative um, publicity right here, you still have positive, you know, that duality side of it. Um. Okay, yeah, here we go. So we'll be able to... um. Yeah, we'll be able to follow it in here. See exactly what they're talking about as far as Facebook moving forward with utilizing cryptocurrency themselves. Let me see. What is this? How we doing out there, family? How we doing out there? Let me see. Okay, so yeah, we got a nice crowd already. Grand rising to everybody. That Raven coin is in the green go. <laughs> Hey, that, that Ravencoin been performing fairly well over the last couple of, uh, what, what has it been, a couple of weeks? Let's see. Let's take a look at Ravencoin real quick. While we wait for everything else to load up. Let's see. Right now, what we're doing is taking a look at Ravencoin. We're going to take a look at the chart, see what type of pullback Ravencoin has had, if any. If any. Because what you'll see some a lot of times, and see, I'm, yep. Um, what you'll see a lot of times is where a lot of the main cryptocurrencies are going into a bear cycle. You'll see those bear resistant coins actually do either move sideways while everything else is going bear or do quite the opposite. Um, you're seeing that with MPXS to whereas 
um, an individual with an inner positions yesterday at around 490, 491, 492, because it was fluctuating around that 490 for a while yesterday. So if anybody was watching it, that would have been a, a very good indication that it may have found the bottom and was consolidating. So, you know, those that were in the note in the positions around 491, 492, and now we're currently at 500 while everything else is dumping down. So let's see. Let's take a look at Ravencoin. Let's see. Let's look at it versus Bitcoin. Last 30 minutes. Very nice, healthy pullback. Still above the cloud. Let me see. Let me pop this open. Take a look and see what type of pullback we had on Raven. <laughs> Utilizing the fib levels. If we pull all the way up to the swing high, we had a all, what do I tell y'all? What do I normally say? Normal levels of retracement between 38 and 61%. You can already see that we came down, tested that 50% level first and foremost, bounced up, had a very, very nice positive reaction, wasn't able to hold though, crashed down. Look, once again, you can see we tested that 50% level again, wasn't able to hold, crashed down to that 61. That 61 was that jolt that we needed. A lot of this was probably a lot of buy, uh, buying. Um, that was that 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 push that we needed. We came down, we hit the measure move, and then we had a positive reaction to it. This was a, a classic play, classic play that if you utilize, you know, a number of the uh, a number of the examples that I, I give on on the on the regular, anyone could have caught this at five seventy five. Now it's trading at where are we at six fifteen, and just came down from seven seven hundred plus. Very nice move, very nice move, brother Coleman. Very nice move. That was a nice one. Okay, so let's see. Let's go ahead and get into some of the stories. First story coming out of Forbes. Um, PayPal and Visa warn Bitcoin uh, presents a ludicrous, ludicrous essential uh, challenge. See what they're speaking on. It goes on to say Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are often derided for their inadequacies. Uh, yeah, inadequacies uh, compared to the giant traditional payment system Visa, MasterCard, and PayPal. But an eventual challenge from Bitcoin and crypto to the incumbents is not possible, according to one tech analyst. The Bitcoin price, which peaked at nearly 20000 in December 2017 and has been falling steadily since, is rarely considered related to Bitcoin's use as a mainstream means of payment. And this is that's, that, that's good that they hit in this point. And it has risen over the last few years as a store of value with speculators hoping to cash in on future uh, price rises. I'm going to go over what they just said again because I speak on this many and many and many times. The Bitcoin price, which peaked at nearly 20000 in December of 2017 and has been steadily falling since, is rarely considered related to Bitcoin's use as a mainstream means of payment. Meaning, like I, I've given this example plenty of time, family. If I have family on another side of the country and... It's hard or there's some type of ban to whereas they can't get funds to where they're at. 
we can utilize Bitcoin or a number of other different uh, cryptocurrencies, regardless of is the SEC going to label this a security? Is this going to happen with that? Is institutional money going to come in? I've said it many a time that the actual use case of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as a means of exchange with one another, um, while at the same time holding holding uh, some type of significant value is the real mainstream use case of it. It's not so much for greedy individuals to get in at a thousand dollars and then cash out, you know, back it out into the fiat at twenty thousand dollars. Some individuals are utilizing this as their means of exchange, you know what I mean? Because they really comprehend what it means to just have a means of exchange. It's not all about um the actual physical representation of it. It's just it's all uh, checks and balances. But um it goes on to say, but as the Bitcoin network and the cryptocurrency user experience improves, the threat Bitcoin poses to the traditional payment networks should not be ignored. Moffitt Nathanson, analyst uh, Lisa Ellis, wrote in a note to clients. Why would I ever buy coffee with Bitcoin? Ellis said, first reported by Financial Newswire, Bloomberg, but it could eventually happen, as ludicrous as it may sound. In the developed world, there is currently little benefit to accepting Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies over traditional forms of payment. The networks that Visa and MasterCard use process thousands of transactions per second, and the capacity to process far more. In comparison, the Bitcoin network takes around 10 minutes to confirm a single transaction, while Ethereum needs about 15 seconds. In countries like Venezuela, there is though already evidence of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies being used where traditional payment networks have failed, and improvements are being made. With Bitcoin proponents pointing to the Lightning Network designed to speed up and reduce cost of Bitcoin transactions as a possible catalyst for Bitcoin adoption. I mean, for payment adoption, excuse me. The threat of Bitcoin and crypto to traditional payments comes also from their freedom of money philosophy, according to Ellis. Cryptocurrency systems, i.e. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, are potentially disruptive to private payment systems, Ellis said. Their core design characteristics, which are aimed at enabling freedom of money, are in direct contrast to the characteristics of most traditional uh, private payment systems. Meanwhile, banks and payments processes could offset this risk by adopting, adopting crypto and blockchain technologies, Ellis advised. U.S. Bank J.P. Morgan last month made ways with the announcement of its private cryptocurrency JPM coin, designed to rival XR, uh, Ripple's XRP. And that's why I tell y'all Ripple is not XRP. They're two different things. Um, the billion, the Bitcoin sector is currently trapped in a long running bear market with some 400 billion in value wiped from the world's cryptocurrencies over the past 12 months. As adoption stalls and banks put closely watched plans to wade into Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies on hold. I don't know why they keep saying that adoption is stalled. We've been covering stories over the past five or six months where adoption is actually being, um, you know, put in, in high gear. The likes of Twitter's the Jack Dorsey. Uh, Tesla's Elon Musk and Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak have, however, continued to praise Bitcoin and its underlying technology, arguing the digital tokens are still in their early formative, day, formative days. Others have suggested it will be a Amazon. It will be Amazon's Jeff, Jeff Bozo who triggers the next Bitcoin bull run if his mammoth online retailer begins accepting Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. That's interesting to say when there are a number, a number, a number, a number, a number of different on-ramps for Bitcoin to Amazon gift cards. Um, one such on-ramp used to be an option on the BitPay uh, wallet on the actual app. If you just go to Bitcoin and download just the app, not actually having the card, but just download the app, you can load Bitcoin to your 
a BitPay app and buy Amazon gift cards. It used to be, I think, that I, since, let me see, it's been a while, but I believe they may have took that option off. But it was on there for over a year and a half, maybe going on two years, you know, where you could easily, um, like I said, buy right built into the app. So they've been sneaking their little way into cryptocurrency without people uh, knowing, and I see it. So um, Bitcoin's epic 2017 bull run was largely put down to expectations, institutional investments, and big bank support for Bitcoin will soon arrive. As 2018 dragged on and that investment failed to appear, many investors and traders got cold feet, bailed out, bailed out of their Bitcoin and cryptocurrency positions. Yep, bailing out and taking losses. This caused a bitter so-called crypto winner that has led to many Bitcoin, cryptocurrency and blockchain startups slashing jobs or shutting down already. And a further turn for the worst could spell disaster for the Virgin and Bitcoin sector. But didn't Forbes just come out not even three days ago and said the Bitcoin bulls are in? Hold on. Hold on. What's today? Today's the fourth. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see something. Oh, here we go. Four days ago, the Bitcoin bulls are back. Oh, this was February 28th. Kind of crazy how they switch up, uh, switch up on you like that, right? Moving right along. Bitcoin terrifies bank. Hypocritical JP Morgan is backlisting crypto firms. JP Morgan, um, and the reason I'm going over this because cryptocurrency and Bitcoin specifically is a direct threat to the, uh, current financial system as we know it. And those that run the current financial system as it has been ran, you know, for the last hundred plus something years are not in control of this new form of monetary uh advancement technology you know what i mean they're not they don't control it they don't control bitcoin though they may control a large sum of it so they can in turn control the maybe money flow of it you know the ups and the downs but the technology as it stands blockchain and all that they don't control that and as a, as like i say as a checks and balance accounting system, this right here, everything's out in the open. So there is no hiding. Um, anyways, Bitcoin terrifies banks. Hypocritical JP Morgan is backlisting crypto firms. The cryptocurrency revolution is here and traditional banks are terrified. JP Morgan is the perfect example. First, the bank's boss, Jamie Dimon, labeled Bitcoin a fraud and promised to fire any employees caught trading Bitcoin. And then they went and bought Bitcoin. Now the bank is blacklisting cryptocurrency startups and refusing to open checking accounts. Per a Bloomberg, and this is war. I don't know if y'all can pay attention and see the moves that are being played. These are war-like tactics in a commercial war. Per a Bloomberg report, J.P. Morgan still refuses to bank cryptocurrency businesses. The Wall Street giant even shut down the account of Kraken, one of the world's largest and most secure cryptocurrency exchanges. You see, okay, moves like that. Look at this. Moves like that, right? They've been open for how long doing business with these individuals? Now they come out with their own cryptocurrency and they shut out all ties? Don't be fooled by the, the wool they try to throw over the eyes. Pay attention and understand, understand what's going on. It's definitely um, wartime out there. I, I, I recently said it's a war of the currencies. So, um, let me see. What does it say? Uh, what is the worst experience you have ever had with a bank? Extra points if you name the bank. Jesse Powell. He said, PayPal locked up all the money I had for six months. Almost lost my business apartment. Bank of America killed Kraken's FX payroll account on 30 days notice. Chase killed it on five days notice by mail, which arrived after the account was closed. Found out when employee checks bounced. Wow. 
they giving ass to flux. All the while, JP Morgan was quietly working on his own cryptocurrency. That's a hell of a statement after everything we just read. JP uh, M coin is a clear sign that Wall Street is threatened by cryptocurrency. And, uh, banks are doing everything in their power to slow down the growth of crypto while quietly stealing this revolutionary t uh, technology. And I'm going to tell you what's really going on. I'm going to tell you what's really going on. What they're really doing are they know that we as a people usually pay attention to symbology. So anything that resembles something else that it may not truly be, but they give us this sense of security. So they already know that people just want a coin. A lot of people don't know anything about Bitcoin if they are more so worried about the new technology, but are comfortable with the banks. And then the banks come in like, oh, hey, well, you know, we got our own coin. Just go ahead and ride with us. You don't got to worry about that thing over there because it's too this and it's too that. You know what I mean? I I I I I I know a a a muscle move when I see it. Um, banks are terrified and clueless about Bitcoin. I've said this many a time. Um, Wall Street continues to blame money laundering on its refusal to bank crypto businesses. This is rich, considering Wall Street launders more drug money than Bitcoin. And I didn't say it. Uh, J.P. Morgan was fined. Pay attention. 1.6 million for its failure to stamp out money laundering and douche bank was recently complicit in a 10 billion dollar worth of money 10 in 10 billion dollars worth of money laundering um crypto bobby said bitcoin is only used for money laundering douche bank hold my beer <laughs> instead of blaming money laundering wall street's blanket ban on crypto banking shows both laziness and fear banks refuse to navigate the re regulations and conduct due diligence and they're genuinely threatened by the future of cryptocurrencies. It's not illegal for big banks to bank the crypto industry, but it's a massive compliance headache that they don't want to put the resources in to solve. BitPay cracking among the block businesses. To be clear, we're not talking about small-scale crypto startups. Bloomberg's report reveals some of the biggest and most established blockchain companies have been blacklisted, including BitPay and Kraken. Wow. Um, Bitpoint, BitPay has attracted more than 70 million investments and processes more than 3 billion in transactions every month. Bravo. And they are uh, stationed out there in Atlanta. Um, Kraken is one of the largest crypto exchanges on the planet. Uh, he said, and you survive no matter how hard they try. The banks can't stop the disruption from crypto companies. Um, Jesse Powell said, I cycled through multiple rented PayPal accounts and I started spreading deposits across several banks. Cash and safety deposit boxes. Probably a compliance is worse person's worst nightmare, but I have basically had to employ the arts of a money launderer to survive. We're talking about large-scale, legitimate blockchain companies being cut off by traditional finance. It's not just crypto companies uh, either. Last year, UK mortgage lenders refused to accept cryptocurrency profits as down payments on real estate. The first mortgage lender I rang asked me what a cryptocurrency was, Mark Stoller told the Financial Times. I rang two other lenders and they said they would not touch it. Mortgage brokers responded to the FT claiming that money laundering um, fears were behind the refusal. New York Bank steps in to support crypto startups, though. There are some banks willing to do the distance for the uh, blockchain startups. New York-based Signature Bank announced last week it will open up banking services to Bermuda crypto uh, startups. Um, see, Signature Bank will bank Bermuda's fintech firms. The New York-based commercial lender will provide a full range of banking services to companies that meet its Bermuda uh, standards. Bermuda licensed firms can apply immediately. ICO crypto crypto hashtag ICO hashtag crypto hashtag cryptocurrencies. Um, the bank has embraced crypto in other ways too. It launched an Ethereum-based stablecoin called Signet. Wow, the little-known banking coin appeared before JP Morgan's much-hyped JPM coin. 
And see, that's the type of stuff that goes on in the background that you don't hear about. So everyone thinks JP Morgan's the first bank to create a cryptocurrency in here in New York. Signature Bank then came out with one. This is a signature. Am I correct? Hold on. Let me just talk. Yep. The bank will now provide checking accounts and corporate debit cards for crypto clients in Bermuda. Cryptocurrencies are a huge threat to banks. The money laundering excuse is quickly growing old. It hides the true fact. Banks are threatened by cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin and crypto offer an alternative system that doesn't rely on a third-party institution. They can't be confiscated or man manipulated by central banks and governments. On a practical level, cryptocurrency transactions are faster and more secure than traditional systems. Trust in banks is declining and faith in Bitcoin is growing. The revolution is here and Wall Street is terrified, my brothers and sisters. That was one hell of a uh, article. I actually, uh, I like, I enjoy reading that. I really enjoy reading that. That was one hell of an article. I liked it that. Um, let's go ahead and bring this up. Live coin watch. Let me see who we got checking in for this early rising show. Grand Rising family, how we doing out there? Moving right along in the um hold on. Let me see. Okay, so we are gonna be able to go over the story regarding Facebook's cryptocurrency. Um it goes on to say if Bloomberg and the New York Times are to be believed. Later this year, Facebook will introduce a cryptocurrency which will allow WhatsApp users to send money instantly. That's right, Facebook, cryptocurrency, and they're saying earthquake, revolution, the world is tilting on its axis, the end of times are coming, new paradigm like I've been saying, new money matrix, podcast, check in, Bitcoin block bully. Um, except, what exactly are people going to do with Facecoin once they receive it? This is not Facebook's first venture into virtual currencies payments or peer-to-peer -peer payments via messenger app. Remember Facebook credits? I don't. Its previous virtual currency launched in 2011 and sunset two years later. Remember Facebook gifts? I don't. Launched in 2012 and sunset two years later. There's a theme here in part because to quote the redoubtable Josh Constein, Facebook never found a way to solve distance and localization problems to make GiftWorks work internationally. And, and of course, Facebook Messenger payments launched in the US in 2015 and expanded to Europe two years later. But Facecoin is different. Facecoin is on a blockchain. As a longtime blockchain enthusiast, I feel I have earned some right to be a bit uh, sarcastic here. And Facecoin is reportedly a stablecoin backed by a basket of fiat currencies. A lot of SDR. SDRs of the IMF or International uh, Monetary uh, is that International Monetary Fund. Um, so on this blockchain, I might be wrong about the IMF. So on this blockchain, uh, what does a blockchain give you? Well, conceivably smart contracts. But if it's a back stablecoin used for a peer-to-peer -peer tra transfer, it's hard to see how those are relevant. Also, conceivably privacy. Right now, the crypto world offers stablecoins. Die <laughs> number one. Paxos, etc., and privacy coins, Zcash, Monero, and Grin, but weirdly, nobody offers a private stablecoin. If Facebook were to do so, that would in fact be a genuinely big deal. Not least because, and Alex Stamos has a Twitter uh, post says this explains how Facebook plans to monetize a unified 2 billion user end to end encrypted message service. I can't think of a tech project with a more important privacy, safety, balancing act than this one. I hope my friends working on it start public discussions on this. Um, on one end, a completely private and encrypted messaging service tied to an open zero coin like ZK Snark backed cryptocurrency and backed by a tech giant would instantly become the go-to mechanism for global money laundering, tax evasion, and just general crime. 
Wow. Uh, one hell of a uh, statement. Um, on the other hand, without mathematically backed privacy features, having all of this data in one place would be a massive source of security and privacy risk. And a huge boom for countries with leverage over F Facebook to get data access. This is going to be an interesting couple of years, my friends. Um, although that assumes that it's actually widely used, an outcome which is, to say the least, far from automatic. Again, just because Facebook launches a stablecoin cryptocurrency for peer-to-peer -peer payments doesn't mean people will actually use it. Remember Facebook credits and Facebook gifts. The trouble with stablecoins for payments, at least at the moment, is that businesses don't accept them. So you have to convert them into fiat currencies, like dollars or euros or setis, or what have you, in order to actually buy things like grocery or tithes. True, Facebook could offer goods and services for purchases themselves in exchange for Facebook, but then it would basically be Facebook credits all over again. But remittance, you cry. Um, yes, so very much. Remittance is already a massive market and a holy grail of cryptocurrencies, and WhatsApp is widely used worldwide. Remittance is already the obvious target market, and it would be huge and important and wonderful if Facebook were to make remittances 10 times cheaper and faster. But what will require much more than fast international stablecoin transfers because, again, those stablecoins are not legal tender at the destination. And I don't know if you've noticed, but businesses tend to have this whole thing about receiving legal tender. So it's a great if you can send. Uh, so, so, yes, it's great if you can send 5,000 face coins to your family in Ghana for over 0.1% fee. But then your family in Ghana has to somehow convert those credits at an credit them to see this at an, at an exchange. A task which is, as of this writing, likely to be slower, much clumsier, far more user hostile, and very possibly even more expensive than the usual meetings of remittances. If Facebook can bulldoze that obstacle, though, then we're talking about a big deal. I see two possibilities. One is to establish partnership with other companies such, as, such that they will accept Facecoin themselves so it becomes valuable outside of Facebook's walled garden. But I can see this working. Again, it's still not legal tender. It's infeasible to partner with everybody, and it just adds more complexity for the user. Wait, do I want to pay for this with Facecoin and see this? Wait, do they even accept Facecoin? Hmm, how does my government feel about Facecoin and taxes? I wonder. And it's just a whole conglomerate of bullshit that gets stuck in your head. Um, other alternatives is for, but the other alternative is for Facebook to establish relationships with cryptocurrency exchanges worldwide, or even more dramatically, become or sponsor exchanges themselves. Remember, much of, the world, much of the world already uses mobile money extensively. Imagine if Facecoin could be seamlessly converted into e, um, EG M-Pesa or orange money immediately upon receipt. Then you could buy a thousand Facecoin for US dollars in Houston and send it to your brother in Ghana at the speed of the internet or maybe in a few minutes depending on how Facecoin blockchain works. And when he wants to spend it, he just pushes a button on his phone and converts it into, uh, at a day's rate and the seat is into his NTM mobile money account, courtesy of Facebook's gain. Ghanaian, a Ghanaian exchange partner in exchange for a tiny percentage of that rate. Yeah, that would be huge. First, it would offer seamless, intermediately user-friendly international remittances, which itself would be massive. The remittance market is roughly, is roughly half a trillion dollars a year. Um, uh, what did I just look at? Half a trillion dollars a year. Or I just leave off that. I mean, that's enough of that. They're just speaking on the the uh, how big it would be if they was to incorporate uh, actual cryptocurrency and have individuals accept it. Look at all the different uh, fiat currencies that we have out there. I actually like this one right here. I've got some of these. Some of these look very familiar. 
Some of these look very familiar. So um, moving right along, let's go ahead and get into uh, price action. See how everything's looking. Let me see. EOS up to 324. Ethereum up to 125.97. So you can't see it because it's in the red, but things are starting to turn around slightly. Slightly. I wouldn't bet my money on anything going back into a full reversal. But things are starting to turn around. Miss White, how we doing? Miss White, I haven't seen you in the uh in the uh the DeFi group. Are you in there? Let me see. Let me see if you're in there, Queen. How we doing out there, family? Was anybody prepared? I mean, Bloody Mondays come a dime a dozen. Well, nah, they come quite often. Let me let me let me rephrase that. They actually come quite often. So uh, and it's something that we should be prepared for now, especially when we had a nice little run of moving sideways during the week. Monday, money gonna come out of there and go back into the crypto. I mean, to the uh, into the um stock market. You know what I mean? So it's best to just back up, let everything take its toll. Let's see. Go ahead and let them drain, get their money out. Let me see. I got somebody asking something in the DeFi group. Let me go over here and uh, answer them uh, momentarily. Do we got any questions or comments, family? Any questions or comments? As we move into the uh, top 20 countdown, do we have any coins that we may want to take a look at? Anybody that's out there uh, viewing this as of right now on Facebook? Are there any tokens that we may want to take a look at? Ethereum at 125.99 on Dragon. Um, about to crack that 126 mark. Definitely had ample time to uh, enter positions at a low rate yesterday. Definitely had time to get in and gain more um, Ethereum than you had the day before. In fact, let me see. Um, let me see. Hold on, family. Today's going to be a busy day. I can already see it. Today is going to be a busy day, family. There we go. Yeah, today's going to be a busy day. So let's go ahead and get, get on with this countdown real quick. Um, starting off today, we got 100. Damn. I didn't look at that. Um, man, we lost a lot. Uh, we only got $126,711,951,078. 24 hour volume right now is $14,110,172,558. BTC dominance right now is at 52.17%. Um, see, that is what I wanted to see. This is exactly what I wanted to come over here and see and look at these weekly, I mean, these hourly. Uh, hey, look at the last hour and everything. Look at the last hour, family, through the whole top 20. Man, look at the last hour. You see everything's in the green, right? That's a little bit of money coming back into the market. It's a little bit of money coming back into the market. There's a lot going on in the stock markets right now. Uh, Japan or China just seen like over $10 trillion come into their stocks. 
So it's, 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 um, it's a lot going on over there. Um, let me see. Bitcoin coming in at number one. Big Bang Hank down from the thirty eight hundred. We trading at three thousand seven hundred and sixty three dollars. I actually posted a uh, a um post yesterday. I think on Instagram. Yeah, I think I was on IG showing it at uh thirty. No, last night when I was meditating to the uh to uh Bit Listen, and it was trading at thirty seven hundred even. And I went ahead and shared that with the family. Something definitely everyone should t- pay attention to or, or check out it for those that do meditate and really want to tap into this new money matrix. I suggest a listen in on BitListen. Um, you know, just zone out to it. But um, Bitcoin right now down 2.33% for the 24, up 0.3% within the last hour. Um, Ethereum coming in at $128, down 4.4% within the last 24, up within uh, 0.2% within the last hour. Ripple coming in at 30 cent, down 2.6% within the last 24, up 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number four, we got EO trading at $3.26, down 8% within the last 24 hours, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number five, we got Litecoin trading at $46.64, down 3.5% within the last 24, up 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number six, we got Bitcoin Cash trading at $126.12, down 5% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number 7, we got the cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar, USDT, Tether trading at $1.02. Right now, it's down 0.2% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number 8, we got Stellar trading at $0.08, cent, down 0.8% within the last 24, up 0.7% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 9, we got Binance trading at $11.30, holding good gains, even though it's down 1.4% within the last 24, little than nothing. It ain't even losing anything. Coming in at number 10, we got Tron trading at $0.02, cent, down 6.1% within the last 24, up 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number 11, we got Bitcoin SV trading at $63.53, down 3.5% within the last 24, um, barely up within the last hour. Coming in at number 12, we got Cardano trading at $0.04, cent, down 3.9% within the last 24, up 0.6% within the last hour. Coming in at number 13, we got Monero trading at $47.33, down 3.9% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number 14, we got IOTA trading at $0.26, cents, down 3.7% within the last 24, up 0.4% within the last hour. Coming in at number 15, we got Dash trading at $81.00. Um, down 3.4% within the last 24, up 1%, uh, 0.06% within the last hour. Coming in at number 16, one of my personal favorites, trading right now at $631, which I'm um, probably going to go snatch some more up. Um, down 7% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Uh, Maker, uh, coming in at number 17, Neo. Trading at $8.34, down 4.8% within the last 24, up 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number 19, we got Ethereum Classic, keeping its head above $4, trading at $4.15, down 3.7% within the last 24, up 0.2% within the last hour. Coming in at number 19, coming in at number 19, trading at $0.04, cent, down 4.7%, um, Neem, uh, up 0.2% within the last hour. And coming in last but not least, knocking Zcash and Waves and Ontology out of the way. Trading at $2.66, we got Bolt Coin trading down 3.50% against the US dollar, up 0.4% within the last hour. Finally, there's your top 20 coins. Let's take a look at the biggest gainers. Let's see who's running right now. Raven Coin is possibly going to be one of the top ones on here. Let's see. Ooh, Theta Tucking with some good, uh, these right here. Look, hold on. Before I even go over to that, look, 10%, uh, 10%, uh, Discount on Theta, already up 2% within the last hour. 10%. People are buying these dips. These are nice. Komodo with an 8% dip. EOS with an 8% dip. Maker with an 8% dip. This is really the list that we're really supposed to be looking at as for those that are traders and looking to enter uh, um, uh, cheap positions. 
Look, ooh, Digitex down 7%. Let me take a look at Digitex real quick. Y'all better not sleep on DGTX either. I've spoken about them many a time. Let's see what they're looking like over here. We down 53% for over the last 30 days? Are these negatives? Nope. I think I believe these are going to turn green. Over the last seven days, 50% gains. I believe these are going to turn green. Let's see. It usually turns green if they are uh, if they're gains. Why is it not? What's going on with my color scheme over here? Usually the show is green or red. So I guess we got 53% gains within the last uh, 30 days, 48% gains within the last seven. Um, down 7% within the last 24. So yeah, very nice bounce coming out. Let me see. Let's look at the last month. DGTX is one of the ones I've been, man, beautiful, beautiful. And you can get it on HitBTC, which is where I'll be, I'll, I'm going to be snatching it up on HitBTC and then, uh, you know, doing what I do with it. And they, uh, are officially about to launch their, um, they're about to go public in a minute. So definitely something y'all want to keep on the list. DGTX, definitely something y'all want to keep on the list. Let's see. Let's go back and see who the top runners are, though. Flip this around. Moak, Loom, Ravencoin, number three. Cubit. Aurora, Linky, Odom, Steam's up there. Oh, hold on. I didn't mean to hit this. Well, I guess every everything happens for a reason. Let's see. Mm, real jagged. How long has this coin been out? I've never heard of Linky. Have I? LKY? I don't think so. Let's see what... Uh, okay, so it's only on... What is this? CKUSD. Let's see what market this is it's being sold on because it's only on this one market. BCEX. Ah, okay. I already see it up here. This is Chinese, Asian. Let's see if we can get this switched over to another language. Ah, here we go. There we go. Secure, professional, convenient, world-leading digital asset trading platform. BCX Global. The third and fourth edition of return. Okay, let's see what we got over here. Got some nice returns going on over here. 50%. Got a lot of coins I never heard of also. We got Ripple, Ethereum, Litecoin, Stellar, EOS. Then we got this CKUSD. There goes that LKY. A lot of other coins. Are, uh, this must. This must. Is this Gemini USD? They got Paxos over here. Let me see. These are their partners. Interesting. So let me see if we got any comments, any questions, any coin requests.
Let me see. I called Bloody Monday a few days ago. You have also the new moons in two days. Facts. Expected rising, family. What's going on, Brother P uh Parks? Miss Baker, Brother Cottrell, Brother Hill. Miss Janella, how we doing out there? How we doing out there? Let's go ahead and take a look at some coins. First and foremost, let's take a look at I mean we see Raven coin with a nice bounce off the fifty percent retracement level right here, right? Very nice bounce. Let me put that back where it goes. Very nice bounce. Why is this? Hold on. Oh, okay. That's why I got the lock on. Let me get that off. Get rid of this right here. That. Let's take a look at Ethereum. Let's take a look at Ethereum. ETH. Let's see. Let's look at it versus Tether on Binance. Okay, so we came down. Look at that. 122. Very nice bottom out. Now, this could be a pump fake, though. Let's see. 30 minute. Let's go back to a day chart. Open this up wide. Ah, you see what we came down and hit, right? Test it. See that 23 right there? Right there. At 123, we came down, wicked off of that. That's where that rejection level came in, right here. I don't know if y'all can see it, the 23% retracement level. Let me open this up a little bit. Right here, that's where we came down and tested. So we got one there. That's 23. Let's see here. Damn, everything draining over the. Uh, I don't know if y'all can see this. ACB was just trading at like seven thirty. MPXS was just trading at five hundred plus. LTC was just at like forty six dollars. Damn. AMD still running a little bit, but everything over the last like four to five minutes just took a nice little toll. EOS down to three twenty two. GDX, VanX, ETS are down to twenty one fifty three. Let's see who's going to survive this little bloodbath we got going on. Um, and like I told the group last night, always remember you can enter in, in bits and pieces. You ain't got to uh, always, for anybody, for anyone that's, and remember this ain't financial advice in any way, shape, or form. No financial advice given here. Um, but if I was looking to buy low, I wouldn't spend, if I wanted to buy a whole Ethereum, right? And I seen it just went from 135 to 125. I really wouldn't go spend it all at that 125 because it might go lower. I might buy $25 worth at $125, you know what I mean? Because then it might dip to $124. Now let me spend $10 here. It might dip to $124, uh, $123.80. And let me spend another $40 here, you know what I mean? $122. Let me put $60. You understand what I mean? That way, by the time I've, I've p 
picked up those pieces while it was going down versus me only grabbing that one at 125. By the time it's gone down and I've grabbed, I've accumulated more, I get back. Now I got 1.04, 1 1.1 or something, you know, saying something to that effect, you know. So it's always about how you try to enter a position versus just going gung ho everything at one time. Because I know, I know for a fact, it's what a lot of uh, individuals just getting into the uh, space do. When they buy an asset, they just buy it all at one time. There's no breaking it down in increments. No, okay, I'm gonna spend 25 percent here, 25. They see a, a, a entry level and it's low. Okay, I got 500 to spend. I'm gonna spend 500 right here versus being, you know, let me spend 50 bucks here. See if it goes down a little bit. You know, if it goes up, so what? At least you got in where you got in at, and you can profit off of that position. Now, if you choose to enter at a later position, that's up to you. You know what I mean? But that's why learning these technical analysis and learning how to read the charts is so important. So that you would know how to, you know what I'm saying, do something like that. Um, but do we got any, uh, any, any, if there's no request out there, um, let me see, we got any coin requests out there? Any coins anybody want to look at? Specifically, me personally, it's a big day today. It's New Money Matrix Monday, March 4th. It is the D5 workshop today, um, 4 p.m. Um, I'm proud for everybody that's in the class. I uh, can't wait to uh, share everything, break everything down, and really give y'all an a, a inside look on the possibilities of where we're going with this this cryptocurrency, this blockchain era, this new digital uh, system that we're, we're going into on the monetary and financial side. So I do got a lot to prepare for today. So if you don't have any coin requests, any comments, any questions or anything, I'm going to go ahead and end this now so I can go ahead and tend to everything. Right, right, right. There you go, Brother Cottrell. Exactly. You ain't got to spend it all at one time. He knows what I'm speaking on. Oh man, need to put something in my stomach real quick. So let me know if we got any questions or any coin requests. Any questions or any coin requests, family? Just let me know. Let me see. I don't see any coming through. I do notice a bit of a lag. We're going on 45 minutes. New Money Matrix podcast. Let me see. Yep. I don't know. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end this here, family, until the next video, until the next podcast. This is the mayor of Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block. But I want to thank everybody who tuned in for the early rising show of Coffee and Crypto. Um, for the group, stay tuned. Um, let me put something in my stomach. We're going to come back, do another test run, make sure I got everybody on one accord, make sure everybody is able to get their funds where they need to be. So um, and just look out for the rest of the day. You know, y'all already know I'm going to keep dropping jewels. Like I said, it's a pullback right now. So I suggest sitting in a stable coin, be it die. Um, USDT, Paxos, USDC, TUSD, Gemini, depending on where you're trading at. Um, just be safe, family. Happy trading, everybody. Peace.